Hey, this is Russell Todd from Friday the 13th, Part 2. He knows you're alone in Chopping Ball. And you're listening to Gag Me With a Knife. Then we tumble to the ground and then you say, I we're alone now. There doesn't seem to be anyone around. Welcome to Emily and Alex, Alex's concert. Not really. This is Emily and Alex talking about the 1980 movie Mother's Day. Are you ready? Let's do it. Okay, so I've got the back of the box and I'll read that first. She was so proud of her boys. They always remembered their mama. Three beautiful young women, former college roommates, plan a tranquil reunion together. The plan was for the three of them, and just the three of them, to enjoy the weekend at a remote wilderness camp. All was going well until they were dragged into, in their sleeping bags to an isolated house. The hellish nightmare begins when they meet a mother and her two brutal sons. Their relationship proves to be a travesty of maternal indulgence as the mother supervises and sanctions her son's bizarre games and terror using the co-eds as victims. This mother sure was proud of her boy's talent with an electric carving knife. Wouldn't any mother be? Mm-mm. And the first thing that's wrong with that is they're not co-eds anymore. That's true. <laughs> they met in college. But it, they've been doing these, like, yearly trips forever. So they're, like, in their 30s or something. Right. And, like, I think Trina's now a model, and she's in L.A., and Abby was from Chicago, and she was— She's living visiting, with her mother. Yeah, taking care of her mom. And then I don't know what Jackie was up to. But, they yeah, they're not co-eds anymore. That's the whole point. <laughs> Jackie has a boyfriend that, um, when she's leaving, he's like— Take care, and doesn't really care that she's leaving. She's the one who plans the trip for this year, isn't it? Um, in the the, the forest I, or whatever. I think I so. I think so. Or it might be have been Trina. Trina wouldn't have. But anyway, yeah, not coeds. But uh, so if that tells you anything, when the back of the box is already incorrect, then hello. <laughs> right, not as bad as this as uh when we talk later about the sleepaway camp three back of the box. <laughs> right. But, like, yeah. Yeah. And so this movie, it's it's it definitely it's like a tragic comedy exploitation horror mixed with rape revenge. And so like, you know, this isn't if you're if you watch this movie, it's because that's the kind of horror movie that you kind of enjoy watching. No one's gonna watch this. Like, take away the cultural lens aspect. This is literally lots of violence against women, extreme violence against women. So if you're triggered at all by that, whether it's the past, present, or future, this is not the movie for you. Um, think of like I spit on your grave or Last House on the Left. Um, in terms of in terms of that rape revenge sort of exploitation horror that's that's how i kind of remember this one yeah i mean it is but um for one they kind of throw in this very comedic element throughout the whole movie which wouldn't normally work but i think it works in this movie um and then you see after there's there's one brutal rape that you have to get through but after that they really, these girls like really come out and give it to the guys and the mom. So it's, you know, you can be triggered by something, but yeah, it's good to see afterwards 
after after that happens that they you know they don't get away with it at all so and you mentioned some of the comedy and i think one of the most comedic things is like i don't understand why the two brothers are so like so different from each other one of, i don't know what happened one of them's got like three different eyeballs one of them's got his gums on the bottom or a different color than his tooth and gum on the top of his mouth and he just sounds like andre the giant when he talks like i'm thinking mm-hmm. his voice might have been dubbed Oh, I think that was his voice, probably. Andre the Actually, Giant. you know what? I, I think that one of them, and I think it was him, ended up dating, I think, like, they, one of the girls while they were making this movie. Oh, my God. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, and he also looks like, to me, like a poor man, or no, a worse version of Harry Connick Jr. from Copycat. <laughs> That's like, true. That's with that true. reddish bleached hair and those this horrible teeth. And he's just, I don't. They're just, they're the creepiest sons. They're just so, but they're funny. Yeah, but they are funny. And they have this, they, all these scenes that like where they're fighting about, um, the disco versus punk and like they, you know, everything in their house is so weird, but they almost are living a normal child life. Like, you know, they have the, like, I think it's a Sesame street alarm clock or something like that. It's like they're they haven't really grown past the ages yeah. of like eight. I think I saw a Batman, either a Batman poster or a Batman action figure as well. Like in addition to the Sesame Street, <laughs> like there's definitely they're definitely children and they they talk they tumble with each other and they like slap each other in the faces because you know kids don't really punch at this when they're little they start they smack and slap a lot and that's just they give away a lot of those vibes. Like the mother has definitely infantilized them. Is that the word? Like. I don't yeah, know. Not all of them to grow I don't up. know if that's how you pronounce it, but yeah. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it and it it was one of those movies that we watched when we were younger and we thought was really hilarious. Yes, it did have. I mean, there were even parts of the rape scene though that, like, at the time, I I it was the, there's parts of the scene that are so ridiculous it's almost comedic, even though it's a horrible rape. It's like everything has this undertone of comedy which is bizarre yeah i mean it was just it was a very weird movie it's a it is a very weird movie to watch um and then the quality of it too the production of it i mean it's definitely it's 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 a typical trauma film but it's it's just such a it's a unique film and they do make it work it's not it's not trauma yeah it is no it isn't it's uh it was directed by charlie cough or yeah charlie coffin's or Lloyd Coffin, which is which is the trauma one, Charlie or Lloyd? Uh, What's well, directed by Charlie? Okay, Charlie's the brother of Lloyd Kaufman. He directed the movie, but it wasn't actually a trauma production. It's just a movie that they distributed later. Oh, okay, they distributed. I was about to say because my box has trauma written all over it. <laughs> yeah, no, but my, mine too. And it, but the thing is that you can really tell because even though there's like some weirdness and some comedy, um, you can tell that. It's not. It's just not. I don't, I'm not a big fan of trauma, and I don't like the jokes in those movies. Usually, well, just, it's just you know, it's, they're just over the top. But well, yeah, and like you know, it's. I was just mean like it's. It's clearly low budget. There's elements of parody and farce in it, and the gore is sort of tr- on the lines of trauma to me. Like I mean, I, I. The fact that it's not, but they're brothers, makes a little more sense. But um, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, because I think that um. Mother's Day, it came out in 1980, and I don't know when the first trauma picture was, but I feel like it might have been right after. Yeah, I'm not sure. Um, Because I think, wasn't Toxic Avenger like the first one, probably? That was in like 80, 
84 so four or five yeah that was and yeah. like uh what what are like the other uh, like tromeo and juliet and stuff like that those didn't come out to, that came out in the 90s so yeah this is a movie that came out before troma was even uh, a thing so they probably they those two brothers probably have similar ideals mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and stuff like that. But, you know, Charlie Kaufman wasn't really a, a, I don't, as far as I know, wasn't a huge part in trauma. I don't think so. So, yeah. It, and right. So, yeah, it's, it's for me, it's like there are ways that it feels like a trauma film, but I feel like if trauma made more movies that were like this one, I would like trauma. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, for sure. But they're just a little too far out there i mean they're just not it's not the kind of humor i really like it's just silly and there's there's not enough of a story that's interesting to me yeah so it's just kind of like eh, okay whatever all right so let's get to the girls camping trip what are your thoughts on like like they're out in the middle of the woods and for example you know we've got trina with full-on frilly lingerie like what's going on well Give she didn't well they don't tell the the whole thing is like when someone plans that they don't tell the other ones where they're like what they're doing so she didn't pack for camping <laughs> i mean like because she because i think they talk about it she's because she's like wearing heels when they're walking to the the campsite and she steps in poop in like her heels i think and oh, she's yeah, like yeah. i did not plan for this but let's back up to before they get to the campsite and that store that store scene where they're wearing bags on their heads and like knocking over everything and then uh the guy at the shop refers to them as lesbies and <laughs> screams at them that scene is just bizarre <laughs> Well, every, yeah, when they're going to the nearby store for supplies, it's just like, and it's almost kind of like they're rekindling maybe their college days and they're like, oh, silly. it seems like something that when they prank that, that seems like a normal prank that they do to each other. Yeah, it was just really something. bizarre. And they made it was just like a quick reconnection. And like, I don't, I don't know. It was a totally weird scene for sure, though. <laughs> and then um, I, I think it's once they get to the campsite when they do the flashback. Yeah. Of the prank they played on Jackie's guy that she was seeing at the time, which we did. We were singing at the beginning because it's yep. playing. I think we're alone now during that part. Yeah. Well, he gets naked on the pitcher's mound in the baseball stadium. <laughs> right. And then they take his clothes and they right. They take yeah, his yeah. clothes and then they turn on all the stadium lights. You yep. would have gotten in so much trouble for that. Whatever. Um. Oh. So and then they have one night where they're it's peaceful. Because they spend one night and they yep. get up and they're, you know, trying to catch fish or like skinny dipping. and. Well, they do a prank on Jackie and then they all just decide to take off their clothes and jump into the lake. <laughs> no, ja Jackie plays a prank on them. But pretend she runs out pretending she is dead. It was, they've been on her. But either it's, way, they, they yeah. do a prank and then all of a sudden they just all go topless and dive into the lake like seconds later. Yeah, except for maybe <laughs> Abby. <laughs> because she's, she's totally she's, regressed. She's, she's so well. She's so sweetheart. Well, her mom is like this crazy. No. Like she screams out that she's a whore all the time and stuff. So, I, I mean, Abby's so sweet. She is. Um. So they have one day where they're able to have fun, and that night, the following night mm. is when they're all in their sleep. I think they're still awake because yeah, I think they're, they're talking. Yeah, they're just basically being like, yeah, 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 blah, blah, blah. And then 
boom. It's like they just, out of nowhere, like in the mid-sentence, they just start getting zipped up in their sleeping bags and drug away. <laughs> By Ike and Adley, who are yes. the sons. And what before we go into this part, let's go back to the beginning of the movie where the mother is in a motivational speaking, like, Oh, is that what that was? That was like, is it, is it, is yeah, this a redneck political rally. What's going it, on? There's no, so it, many bandanas. Yeah, it's it's a it's a it's one of those things that people pay way too much to go to or to a seminar to make them be able to like sell better. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. Like, like, a, like a course. Like yeah, yeah. Okay. Ugh. And like she's always wearing this neck brace, so this couple decides they're gonna give her a ride. And they're really planning on. So at the beginning, you really think that she's not the bad guy, and you, you think that these two people are because um they're planning on robbing her yeah um except for right before then i can adley show up and cut off the guy's charlie head, yeah which is hilarious because it shows blood on the girl before he even gets his head cut off exactly oh my god but that's still though that's a very it was a pretty well done special effects when you look back in the back seat and his head's cut off like it was pretty brutal and you didn't expect the opening death to be a guy getting his head cut off and and then she's just there watching like hello and then do we see both the boys or do we just see the head cut off and then we don't see no, the you boys see, yet? you see both of them because they take the girl and they start beating her on top of the car well she one of them has this creepy ass mask on like sack on his head or something yeah I mean, it's ad it's ad uh, uh, ike, ike is the the huge one right with the multiple different eyes and bad teeth yeah and adley is the is the smaller one so the, yeah I, th I think it's it's i don't know which one it is but i do know that they uh they definitely yeah ike's the, ike's the bigger one and adley's the little smaller yeah. one you're right um, so yeah, yeah, they're creeping me out, and um, all I remember thinking, and it cuts to the mom saying, "My, you know, my boys, or whatever." Oh, know. yep, yep, and then you realize, yeah, this is this is this is something else. <laughs> uh, yeah, and so then we go to then then we're introduced to the, to the real characters in the movie. So now now since we had to go backwards, we're back to where they've they have I can Adley have taken them in their sleeping bags, and they've taken them to their house. Which I'm going to throw in a little trivia here. Apparently, when they started filming that movie, there was a dead body in that house. Bye. That they they should have known better. They yeah, known no. better. Oh, my God. So um, so now they're in the house, and they've got all of them tied up to, like, workout equipment in the upstairs. Yeah, yeah. I, the one girl's on a giant Bowflex or something. Yeah. I don't know, with pads. Yeah, and then uh, so they take, uh, they decide to take Jackie down for, they call it something. I can't remember what they call it. They they call it, whatever they're, they're with the rape that they do, they call it something else. It's like, make they, they're like pretty much putting on a show for their mother um, because they put her in like a, supposed to be kind of like a Raggedy Andy type dress. Like, you know, to make her look like a little girl. And he's has a fake dog on a leash, an invisible yeah. dog on a leash. And um, then he just starts raping her. And, and her the mom's just, like, watching as if it's, like, this movie. I mean, I like the fact that my mom liked that I made her macaroni necklaces and didn't yeah. expect me to, like, <laughs> rape and kill people in front of her for affection and adoration. I, right. I, I, and, know, and they have the Polaroid. Yeah. Someone's, and someone's – maybe Ike is taking the Polaroids of it. Yeah, whoever. Yeah, the other one is definitely taking taking those. Post, yeah, ugh. Mm. 
But but that 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 right there, that scene is the reason that then, you know, Abby and Trina come back with a vengeance and have this motivation to do what they do next. True. True. Um yeah, so I so that all happens. I guess they they don't really they don't do they see it? Can they see out the window uh, what's happening? I think that they I think that one of them moves the thing over so they can. Trina was the one sta- uh, tied up to the 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 the, the giant vertical. Yeah, yeah. So she kind of like wobbles. I think into the mo- that you yeah. could have like weights on and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, she 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 wobbles over to the window, I believe, and rocks them rocks the machine over there. Rocks it like a hurricane. Um, no doubt. So the next day, so the next day, they don't really know what's happened to her because, uh, it's not really like, I mean, what happened to Jackie is horrible, but it, it's, it's not, not something that you would think would have killed her. So they're assuming she's still alive and they're right. But like, um, so yeah, let's talk about how they get out of the house. Well, they get out of the house because Mm -hmm. after I can Adley have, um, a fight about disco and punk, they decide that they're going to go work out. So this part you, is amazing. Oh God, this part, this part makes my, you, this part really grosses me out. This, this, the scene of the escape. Ugh. Oh no, I'm talking about the workout montage. <gasps> oh my God. The workout montage. What so the they hell? have, I mean, it's so long and they're using like just regular things from around their house. To work out and there's like that weird scene where um ike is like slowly pulling his head down with weights or something like he's like <laughs> working out his head or his yeah. neck or something I mean, it's, this, yeah it's bizarre so dear while they're doing this trina and uh, abby are figuring out how to get out and this is around when i don't remember do they find Abby, did they find Jackie before this so, happened? So they get out of the house, and then they. So what happens is they break free of their, tot, from their ropes and stuff. And um, Abby puts Trina in a sleeping bag and lowers mm-hmm. her down out of the window. And while she's doing that, it's like saw the rope is sawing through her hands and her palms are like. I think it's at yeah. And it's, then after I think that, it's Abby lowering Trina. That's what I said. Abby. Okay. Lawrence. Okay. Right. Okay. And then once they all get, once they get out, then when they go back in, they start walking through the house looking for Jackie. And then as they walk into one of the rooms, um, this hand just comes out of the the, ch- the 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 drawers and hits one of them, and it's you know Jackie just kind of stuffed her into a drawer. Stuffed in a drawer. Stuffed in a drawer. <laughs> but let's 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 not. I don't. I want. I don't want to breeze past how disgusting this scene is when she's uh, lowering her down because yeah. the ropes can almost completely like, almost completely cut half of her hand off. Yeah, it's a. It's, it's, it's a, really it's bad. A, it's a huge, deep, gaping like like it looks like her hand is like yeah more than halfway sawed through. It is just the gro- It is so painful to watch that for me. So I, I mean, but it's really good make it's uh, like special oh, effects, yeah. I think. Definitely. So they find um they find Jackie and they 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 leave with her. Um, by this point, I think they're starting to get um like their own aggression, I guess. But they haven't fully gotten into revenge mode yet. Um, but they take her out and they put her in a place where because she's still alive. 
the where she can die more peacefully than in a yeah. drawer, I guess. <laughs> yeah. And then after she dies, uh, does one of them go up to? Well, I know one of them goes up to the street at one point. So there's two different scenes, sort of like they kind of they get separated. So Abby and Trina get separated, and then like it's at nighttime, and then Abby has Jackie's body, and they're just kind of resting by this rock. One of the one of them sit, supposed to be sitting with Jackie, and yeah, the other one Abby. is like going away. And, they don't they don't like accidentally get separated. Yeah, but. but they are separated, and Trina then gets started get, gets hunted by basically I think Ike. Who yeah, because he's in the car where she tries to go up to the street, and it's actually him in the car. And it's yeah, she thinks it's a police officer, but it's him. And the funniest, one of the funniest things after that for me was when it took her, but I don't know, like a 20 minutes to grab a rock. Um, show it's like showing her stretching for this rock to throw at him or something. And then she throws it and it like hits these bushes. And his first response is not to like, what was that? He literally just dive lunges through the bushes and tumbles down the hill for like 30 seconds. <laughs> what the hell? Yeah, true. No, I agree. Um, then she makes it back to Abby. And um, when she makes it back, um, to Abby and Jackie, there's a lot of blood, and you realize that Jackie died. Like, well, yeah, I mean, bad, yeah, yeah, and it's really yeah. sad. But I think that her dying, that's when it really like goes into revenge mode for them. That's when they get, you know, they they tear off parts of their clothes to make yeah. bandanas, and they're like turning <laughs> Rambo, and they have their own training sequence and montage, and they're putting sweatbands and armbands where they don't even need them, and <laughs> it's just the dumbest thing, but I love it. <laughs> so then they're like, well, okay, and let's also talk about the fact that there's this um, character that we don't see that's been talked about quite a bit, yes. Queen, Queenie. Yes. And this is, uh, this is Mother's sister, and she's evil, I love how like apparently she's so evil and mother's scared of her, but like what's she doing? But well, and then one of the things too, don't the boys think that it's just like a, a fake thing to keep them at home and that she's lying to them about Queenie even existing and her? I don't. I never got that. But I got that vibe that she's trying to like keep them there and she's like Adley is basically like questioning her actual existence. Like earlier when she's like, Queenie's out here. I just know it. <laughs> so, uh, well, we are we are led to believe that it 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 could it could be fake. It could not be, but it's probably something that's in her mind. Yeah, I mean, we, we're led to believe that until later. So true. Um, OK, so they go back to the house with all their Rambo gear on. <laughs> and there then we have the deaths. Oh so my God, yes. I, I know uh, Adley's is first isn't yes at least yeah. is amazing okay. and yeah and, and so you can talk about his all right well yeah um this is a a, a, a man's worst nightmare basically i mean it's, if you think about that then you already know where it's it's going so he just gets like stabbed in the neck first with this like needle and you see it come through the front of his neck and then right when he's like grabbing his neck the door opens and the other girl comes in and she takes this, a hammer and turns it around to where the claw, the hook part, and she just slams it right in to his ho-ha. <laughs> oh, right, yeah. Blood is everywhere. And then they, like, smother him and gag him and leave him to bleed to death. That's what we – but but the claw hammer to the balls is just brutal, but well-deserved. Yes. Uh, I agree with that. So then we have Ike, which he takes forever to die. Um, but equally, they they do a bunch of stuff to him. I mean, they like 
I, and I don't even remember what order they put. They you know they throw a TV over his head. They smash his, yeah, they smash a TV on his head and it starts. Don't they like have? Smoking. Don't they have some kind of drill or something that um, when they're trying to run after, like it, it gets like the cord gets caught and they get pulled back. Does I that think I think it does get pulled back, but they do definitely do in the back of the box even kind of spoil this one. Yeah, they do stab the shit out of him with an electric meat carver. Like Trina is just going up and down like she is carving Thanksgiving dinner over here, like on him. And it's it, it, like she is and blood escorting everywhere. And she is literally Rambo with the electric meat carver. But I think the way that he eventually is killed is uh, they pour like drain cleaner down his they I don't that's think before they, yeah. the tv the tv is the last yeah. thing i think but before that they pour drain cleaner like down I his it's drain throat. cleaner the tv and then the electric meat carver about 20 times he gets stabbed so then we move down downstairs to yes. to, to mom to mother's lair <laughs> and for some reason because i'm you know this is what i'm assuming looking at their house that they just kind of uh, like my granddaddy used to do this, would drive drive around, and if he saw something on the side of the road that wasn't completely like destroyed, he would take it to his workshop on his farm. And so it looks like everything in their house is basically they've just like stolen, probably from people they've killed, but also like just found around, you know, on the side of the road and stuff. Because why else would would mother have a see through plastic blow up? food pillow exactly like and what she's wearing all the decorations it's basically if anybody has seen house of a thousand corpses and imagines all the decorations in their house like like take that but make it like trash it's supposed to be kind of like skanky sexy or something and yeah, it's like this old yeah. woman because doesn't she have on like some kind of fuzzy lingerie yeah, yeah, robe she has thing? like she at least i know she i think she at least has like a what's the thing you put around your neck a, a, sc a scarf like a boa no, lo yeah a boa like a feather, but I think she's like wearing one of those or something. I'm, well, and like, she doesn't a... she have, le have like leopard print bedding or something? Or I'm just imagining that. If we're not, it's what's that thing called where you like, um, there's like some Mandela effect where we're just imagining something that's whatever. Um, it wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me if she did have leopard print, but I couldn't tell you if she really did. That's the kind of house that we're like, talking about here. Also, by the way, my roommate has a. Uh, leopard print on his futon so sorry brandon <laughs> they have like yeah and they have like there's the, the walls have graffiti all over them oh all over the place uh, like yeah all over the place um i'm just like i don't yeah it's just bizarre and do they ever explain why mother has a neck brace like no i and and what's weird about that is because it seems like she's just wearing it to get sympathy like you know they want to help an old woman at the beginning but she wears it the whole time so it, then it's it's like well that wasn't why and so she starts, she starts she starts wearing pearls around it and beads and like she's just the crazy 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 mother yeah so then we uh then we get to the the you know the ending of the movie where abby's able to finally kind of get revenge on her own mother by mm -hmm. by um smothering mother with the boob pillow yes um and because while that's happening she can hear her mother in her head yelling at her that she's like a whore and all this stuff and she's been having to take care of her mom so she has a lot of resentment so that like is kind of a release for her there as well mm -hmm. as as being revenge for what's happened yeah and the fact that the, the boob pillow is see-through i like that i didn't know they even made see-through inflatable boob pillows um but the fact that it's see-through is way better than had it not been because you get to see the terror in mother's face yeah, as, like, and, 
yes, the nipple and the yeah. nipples in her mouth and everything. And that's got to be something matriarchal, whatever the fact that, you know, she's been like treating her children like babies the whole time. And then she's smothered with a boob, you know, which is supposed to like, which is like used for <laughs> sustenance and nutrition for babies. Like there's got to be something there that yeah. we could probably explore, but like it's pretty obvious it's really cool too when they like after she's they know like she's dead and so they take the pressure off of the pillow like how her face kind of moves with it <laughs> because she's dead but you can see the whole thing because it's plastic so uh, i think it's really cool looking so we can't forget the very end of the movie so you think you think okay these girls have done it they've en enacted revenge on these people and they're leaving the house and it's awesome and you know yay yay to these women woohoo and then, then all of a sudden queenie jumps out queenie and it is like this three or four second not even like no, not shot. even like yeah not it's like even. two seconds and it like freeze frames of her like hi yeah like jumping over these bushes looking like and she's like deformed and stuff she kind of looks a little bit like if anybody has seen the black christmas remake of not well the the 2000s one um the the girl sister blonde deformed kind of in the walls like from the silhouette it looks like or she's wearing like, or like jason in part three when he's in the window well i'm just talking about the the hair the frizziness and it looks like she's yeah. wearing pajamas it looks like she's wearing silk pajamas and frizzy yeah. blonde hair. but it's super like she's like a werewolf basically i mean and that's that's how the movie ends. That's it. Boom. And the then end. we, uh, we fade. I think we fade. It's uh, the fades are always yellow in this movie instead of black. Any fade in, fade out of a scene is yellow. It's super bizarre, but I think we fade to yellow and the movie's over. So who knows if, if, uh, ja uh not Jackie, but Trina and Abby, who knows if they got away because Queenie was real. So we don't ever know. So it's just kind of like over then. Exactly. Um, God. So, um, I do have a few pieces of, uh, information that I can give about this. Um, so I told you that the house, when they found it, there was a dead body in it, but it's, it goes further to say the house used in the film was an actual house in the woods of Newton, New Jersey. No one had lived there for 15 years prior to filming. And the previous owner of the home was murdered there. Mm, yeah. Jesus. Okay. This is actually about the two dating, but it doesn't say who it was. But it says, Charles Kaufman, the director, said that a very ironic thing happened during filming. An actress who played one of the victims and one of the actors who played a son hit it off and started dating when not filming, even though his character terrorizes and brutalizes her. Concerned that neither would be able to project the sense of terror needed, Kaufman asked them to postpone their relationship in, until after the film wrapped and they complied. But I've read somewhere that they did get back together, and I feel like it was like Trina and... Maybe the kid, the guy that played Adley. I can't remember for sure. So whatever. Hmm. Yeah. Um. So it was obviously banned in the UK. Uh, it was a nasty, a video nasty until 2015. It was shot for only $115,000. That's actually way more money than I thought. <laughs> yeah, me too. Um. The movie's poster is a parody of the painting known as Whistler's Mother. I don't oh. know what that is, but yeah. Um, the, the man snorting cocaine at Trina's party is uh, Char Charles and Lloyd Kaufman's dad. Oh, that pool party was amazing. Like, oh, the, the pool party was The, the butler with the tuxedo jacket, and he had no pants, but he had like a swimsuit on. <laughs> that was awesome. So, let's see. 
during the beginning of the seminar, most of the crowd was made up of crew members. Um, the punk sucks disco's stupid line repeated by Ike and Adley in the movie was a play on a debate going on in the world at the time, obviously. It shares a lot of the same filming locations as Friday the 13th and its first sequel, which I did not hmm. know that. No idea there. Yeah, that's crazy. Well, Beatrice Pons was billed as Rose Ross. Uh, that's the woman who played Mother. Because her membership in the Screen Actors Guild prohibited her from appearing in non-union films. In a ni- 2009 interview, co-star Nancy Hendrickson and Beatri- said Beatrice was so eager to accept the lead role that she was voluntarily that she voluntarily breached SAG's global rule one policy, changing her name and hoping she wouldn't be recognized, penalized or ejected from the union. So she really, really wanted to do this movie. And they probably never saw it. So she's safe. Yeah. I, that's what, that's what I was about to say. They probably. Um, okay. Also in the commentary, uh, Charles Kaufman says while shooting a scene with the Billy Ray McQuaid, who played Adley, he was so hungover from drinking the night before that he threw up on Ro- Rose Ross' mother. Oh, my God. That did Natu- not please mother. <laughs> Naturally, shooting the scene had to be postponed. <laughs> I mean, they could have made, figured out a way to make that work, and I think it could have fit in. Like, I don't know. Okay, so here's something about the uh, the workout scene. During the boys exercising, an intentionally vapid variation of the Rocky theme plays different enough to avoid copyright issues. Trauma chief Lloyd Kaufman played a drunk bar fly in the original Rocky. So there's mm-hmm. that because they didn't have the money to take a picture of the actor actor. The crew had to use Bobby Collins headshot for the picture of Ernie during the scene at EGO. Oh, wow. Yeah. And it is included on Roger Ebert's most hated list, which is not a shock at all because he, besides like Dawn of the dead, they, they, they hate. Well, when it was, uh, e- what was it? Ebert and before Siskel. Ebert, and, yeah, Siskel and Ebert. They notoriously always hated slasher movies and like movies that were um, vile, very violent towards women. Yeah, like I, he, he called this one out for being famously violent towards women, and he gave it zero stars. And I think it was one of like only like fifty movies that he's given zero stars to. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think the only movie that they like horror horror movie like that's uh that's really gory that they've liked has been Dawn of the Dead cuz yeah. they no- notoriously loved that movie. Yes. Well, who doesn't? I mean, I mean they could have at least given like one thumbs up for the fact that Mother has the her, I mean her nostrils alone got an Academy Award. They're so big. Oh my god, they're so big. Remember also, why wouldn't they like the fact that these girls come and fight back, you know, if it's I don't know. I mean, I guess the issue with a lot of people with this movie is that it's another one of those movies that seems like it doesn't know what kind of movie it wants to be because it goes from having these super playful scenes to rape to, you know, but at the same time, it could be exactly what they wanted because they show these scenes with the brothers where they're, you know, ragging on each other and having like an almost a normal like brother relationship. Mm-hmm. And it's it's kind of like the juxtaposition, or is that the right word? I think I think I get what you're going into that. that with, with like word, yeah. it's like so they want to they're trying to show them as, hey, these are like normal brothers that are fucked up from their mom, so they can do something like horribly rape this girl, but they're also see where they're also human in this way. Yeah. Which who knows if that's a good thing or I mean I I don't think it 
I don't think it's an issue with this movie in particular because, like, I don't think they would have been the way that they were if they hadn't been raised in that way. But I could see it being an issue in other movies trying to give rapists humanity and stuff. I get that. I get that. And yeah, I mean, are the boys the villains or the victims? Or are they both? They're well, they're definitely both. But I think uh, they're yeah, they're they're victims of their if they're victims of their you know upbringing and they're they become the perpetrators. It's like the whole cycle of abuse. And then Abby's cycle of abuse. Like who knew there could be an actual like deeper connection to this movie than there than there is. Well, I mean, because because I think like Trina has to kind of stop Abby at some point when she's killing mother, because like you can see it in her eyes. It's just like going overboard. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. And like, you see it in Trina, she's like kind of worried. She's like, Oh my God. She's like, she's looking, she's looking at her own mother right here. She's not yeah. seeing what she's actually doing. So, and, and so when are we going to talk about the fact that this movie had a huge, huge influence on your cyber and social media persona growing up? Um, yes, it did. <laughs> Uh, my friends, Rachel Gretchen and I watched this movie one night and it was before, it's before we watched it, obviously, but we decided that we were going to each take names from the three girls and have it be our AOL screen names. And I was the only one that actually started using it, but I, but I, uh, obviously I was Trina because I was the blonde one in the group. So I, uh, I was Trina blonde on AOL and live journal and yes. MySpace, I still use it as like it's, it's uh, like not not exactly Trina Blonde, but it's uh, my banking login even. Yeah, very like, variations of uh, variations of Trina Blonde. I've used it since I saw this movie. So some people have known me in the past. They're like, "Oh, you're Trina Blonde." And I'm like, "Yeah." <laughs> it's better than Blue Lava. So well, true. <laughs> Oh, my God. And can we also take a minute to – even though it was six years before she was born, you cannot tell me that Lady Gaga is not the opening girl in the movie. You can't tell oh, me that's yeah, not her. Oh, yeah. She looks like her. Yeah, she does. <laughs> I mean six years before she's born. But Terry, girl, you are Lady Gaga. So we got to <laughs> give her some props because she is a time traveler. And I think she would have played that role the same way, honestly. Yeah, it was good. It was it's good. Like an over the because she's supposed to be like over the top campy kind of thing. Yeah. Um, Bandana's Palooza, God. Oh my God. Yeah, a lot of them there in that scene. I was, I'm just thinking about looking at them right now. Um, the the guy and the how the guy has like he just walks with no affect at all. He's just like walking around with no personality. Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> like, no. <laughs> like Mr. G on Summer Heights High when he has a sheet on him and is dancing has more, pers- <laughs> has more personality. That has more personality than a lot of people I even <laughs> well, know. That, so. <laughs> that, that's, that's true. Oh, my God. Oh. I love that show. Um, so I guess out of five stars, I would probably give this like a good three and a half. Yep. I'm right there with you. Solid three and a half. Um, because... Yeah, I guess like I hate to say this, but the the rape scene doesn't really bother me as much in this movie as as it does in other movies uh, no, for some gotta, reason. Yeah. And and then there's that revenge on it anyway, so I, th- I feel like it's it's a, it's a, it's not okay, but I feel like you know because they have this revenge on it, it 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 makes it a little more okay for it well, to be in. There. Yeah, I mean, there's a reason I spin on your grave and Last House on the Left have been so successful in such cult classics. And this is sort of like that in the same vein, just a little less production quality. I mean, but still. Yeah, and, 
similar. The whole, the whole storyline of, um, oh, especially with Last House on the Left and like the Hills Have Eyes, there was like a theme running that, you know, at the end, it, it shows that like anyone can be inhumane. Mm-hmm. It's because at the end of Last House on the Left and Hills Have Eyes, the, the people that were victims are turning into like the people they hate because right, right. they're over because they're overdoing it you know mm-hmm. they're they're overdoing the kills of these people it's like well who's really worse you know um both of these all of these people had this in them and it's kind of like the theme of both of those movies and i wonder if there was any of that going into this i mean because there is a little over overkill on some on some of it i can adley are both overkilled to me um yeah so and then, yeah. <laughs> but at the same time, there's you know, like I I find the the father in Last House on the Left to be way uh, a way original, better a way original. better example. Yeah, the original a way better example of this like who's worse mm-hmm. kind of theme. And the very very end of the original Hills Have Eyes, that guy's just like stabbing that guy over and over and over and over and it just cuts on him stabbing him. So that's clearly supposed to be a who's worse kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And this one you don't, it's it's kind of like it, it could be seen like that but it's mostly seen as like a revenge for their it's, friend. It's definitely, or yeah, definitely a revenge for their friend and for their own, you know, PTSD and torture and for revenge and also, yeah, for I mean, the mother, Abby's mother. Them. It, yeah, I mean, it, it was going to happen to them if they didn't get out. Yeah, so. definitely. But anyway, I guess if you if do you have anything else to say about would, Mother's um, Day? Uh, no, I just think that um, you know, right now after listening to this episode, I think call your mom if um if you have your mother still in your life, tell your lover, make her a macaroni necklace, and stay gagged. Stay gagged, gagged with a knife, but don't gag your mother with a knife. I guess unless she's like the mother in this movie, but. <laughs> Just don't probably do that. So. Real talk. All right. Well, that concludes this episode of Gag Me With a Knife. And we will talk to you the next time. See you next time.